Thanks for listening to UCB's Vision Radio Network. Listener supported and passionate about connecting faith to life. Find out more at vision.org.au. Saturday's Top 5. Well, we like to indulge in a chocolate bar or two or three or four, and even a bowl of pasta can make us feel good in the short term, Neil Johnson. But many of us don't actually realise the extent to which our diets are affecting our mental health these days. Okay. There's been some studies that have recently been exploring, Neil, the connection between what we eat and how we feel. And that bad food habits that we might be having could actually be the reason for other health problems such as depression. You mean it's not just about how much we're eating, actually what we're eating is important too? Absolutely. So today is the top five foods that could be making us feel a little depressed. Five. Number five, this one, not, not many people are going to be too shocked about this, um, eating the old junk food, <laughs> which basically encompasses anything high in sugar, salt and fats, already has considerable list of associated health concerns. But a new study published in the Public Health Nutrition Journal recently states that consumers of fast food uh, contrasted with those who eat little or none, are an outstanding 51% more likely to develop depression. Well, even when the scales are rising... <laughs> it certainly doesn't make you feel any good, does it? No, it doesn't. No, not, not good at all. Another study has also found that the association between diet and mental health may even begin before birth demonstrating the link between a mother's consumption of junk food during pregnancy, some mental health issues in her children. That's an interesting study. Four. Well, number four is consuming too much caffeine. Okay, hands up everybody who's guilty of this one. It's definitely me. If you consider calls before 10am rude and you can't remember the last time you were awake for an early breakfast, then you're probably (laughs) the type who appreciates the glory of coffee in the morning. But while caffeine can certainly boost focus and act as a natural mood lifter, many of us are overdoing it and too much caffeine overstimulates your central nervous system and can result in a racing heart, anxiety and sweating. Uh, so break your addiction by cutting down to one cup per day. That's a bit of a challenge for some, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's also in contrast to other studies that are saying if you have at least three or four cups of caffeine, you're, you're reducing the risks and all other health concerns. I mean, you've got to balance it out. What's, okay. what's right? And what's so. the average between four and one? Well, I don't know. Half a day. I'm up to coffee number three, and we're not too far into the day. <laughs> three. Number three is uh, cutting out carbohydrates from your diet. Now, for some of us, the thought alone of cutting spaghetti and cheese toasties from our diet can throw us into an absolute fury. But according to researchers at MIT, for those of us who that do attempt a low-carb diet, mood swings are very much a possibility. Um, if you want to cut down on carbs, cut out all those processed white stuff and choose the heavy whole grains that come from iron and a whole host of B vitamins to help boost your mood and provide long-lasting energy. Sounds like a recipe for good mental health to me. Two. <laughs> Number two, skipping breakfast. What? Uh, yeah, well, eating a hearty breakfast sets you up well for the rest of the day. Uh, there's a reason why you might be feeling hungry after skipping breakfast. While it may seem like a great way to save on calories, money and time, it could trigger weight problems and make you feel downright awful. So a contributor to feeling depressed. Saturday's top five, number one. Consuming high GI foods and drinks. You know, those those ones that contain those tiny sugar molecules, which are so small they get into the bloodstream fast, resulting in high blood glucose levels. Your body desperately tries to keep blood glucose levels to within very narrow limits. Uh, so too low and you get the shakes, uh, too high and... You know, you're, you're all over the place. Um, the trouble with uh, d- downing too many of these high GI items is that the overproduction of insulin also stimulates stimulates rather appetite, and this can lead to overeating. So it's uh, good to have low GI foods. They are the best option. 
Saturday's Top 5. I don't know why they don't just label the products high GI, low GI, so you know exactly what you're buying when you're getting it off the shelf. One step further, Neil, I think we probably need to have uh, you know all these labels on there saying, this food will make you feel good. <laughs> oh, this, <laughs> if you eat too much of me, you're going to feel pretty bad about yourself. That's right. The trouble is all the ones that taste so good are probably <laughs> the, the ones that are going to make us feel the worst. I know. But what are the foods that we should be eating? That's the question. We've gone through the ones to avoid. Uh, you mentioned chocolate. Yeah. yeah. What else was there on the list? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been listening, Neil. Um, oh, lots of things. I mean, if you think your diet could be affecting your mood, you need to consider foods rich in omega-3, uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids such as salmon, mackerel, anchovies. <laughs> Making me hungry already. <laughs> and, and herring. Um, research has shown that people with lower blood levels uh, of this nutrient are more likely to report symptoms of depression and a more negative outlook. Uh, likewise, vitamin D, which is also found in oily fish and you get it from the sun uh, have been linked with depression with a study demonstrating that those with the highest intake of vitamin D from food had a significantly lower prevalence of depressive symptoms. Pass me that sunburned fish. (laughs) Does it come in capsule form? (laughs) Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au and remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au